Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's a vibe with fire, vibe with fire, you already know this. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this week's episode of Vibe with Five. You got it, myself, Joel Bayer, still um, top of the league. I should say. You've got here Rio and Steve Housen. Um, you're actually only six points away, you know. It's not too... I mean, it could be nine by, yeah, you know, pro- but yeah, it's not that far. We, it's not we, that far. I used to think when we used to turn the season, to, uh, turn the, the year, mm. we could be within eight or nine points and we'd still win the league. So Seriously? I'm confident with uh, being six points behind. You're confident? <laughs> confident hey. what? Oh, mate, <laughs> listen. I, I don't know. Listen, we've had the last two results. We've won games. Yeah. But so, the performances have sucked, haven't they? Yeah. It, there's not even been a moment where you go, do you know what? No, you we've grinded here. Nah, it's not even You nice. didn't think against Sheffield United? No, we struggled. Rio, Newcastle put eight past them. Didn't even try. City, City won 2-1. One. Yeah, they did, yeah. But they're trouble winners. Tough place to go, Bramall. Bramall Lane. <laughs> not that tough. I don't know. At one point all year. <laughs> I'm trying to find some positivity here. Is it clear? Is there there any positivity? Yeah, yeah, Scott McTominay, man. Is there there any positivity? No new injuries? Mm -hmm. Scott McTominay, man. Like, that's a good story if I were a Man United fan. because, Because he was supposed to be sold this summer. Do you know what I mean? And he's stuck do, it out. Do you know how many passes he made in that game? Okay, well, let me finish and then you can count on as much as you want. He stuck it out. And then, to be fair, he hasn't complained. He's come back and he's now scoring goals for Man United. There's positivity in that. Right. This is like when you have defenders that score goals or what's his primary function? He's a midfielder. Mm-hmm. So he's meant to tackle and pass. That's the primary function. Stop the opposition coming and get into the defence and move the ball up the pitch into the more creative players. Him scoring goals is a distraction from what he's meant to do as a footballer. He had eight passes. And if I looked at that game... My thoughts of that game were there is no control in this and it's mm. backward and forward like that. And then you go, Why is there no control in this game? It's not unrelated. Well, look, fair enough. Like to me, it doesn't bother me at all. But I do think you have to be able to look, you have to scramble for as much positive points as possible with your team at the moment. But you have to take that and go, him and Maguire, you know, like he's got mad he got man of the match, didn't he? Like you have to be able to go, look, some of these players who were cast out right, are still playing and still playing for the show at the current moment. So yeah, you have to take but something they're, they're, they're givens though, isn't it? Like that, that we shouldn't be like applauding like something that should be standard. You get put in a team, you go and try and perform. Mm-hmm. You, you put effort in. That's what, that's what we're kind of applauding. It's Scott McTominay scored a couple of goals. That's been great. And he's got us three points in that, in that game, especially. But I think, listen, the character of those two players, especially Harry Maguire, they've been the victim of a, a of, Ridicule at times, not not Scott McTominay, but but Harry Maguire. Scott has, and, and to come Scott's back, had a bit of shit like that. Or if he's had it as well, then then both of them have shown real good character, strong character, mental strength to come back, um, and when called upon to come in and play. But you just need to see that over a consistent period of time. Right. Like you, you saw Ericton Hard com- comments about Maguire, he's dominating his opponent now. Mm. The problem was before there was too many incidences in the games that he came on, even though his win record has been good for for when he's when he's played while he's been in and out of the team, he still had moments in those appearances where you go, wow, he's off it. Like silly fouls or out of position or cumbersome play, etc. where you, you could still point the finger and go, regardless of the result, you look a bit off the, off, off the pace. Mm-hmm. So the last game especially, he looked like more like himself in an England shirt for Manchester United, mm-hmm. trying to dominate his opponent, winning his duels, etc. So long may that continue. Simple yeah. as that. I mean, he's he's look, he's had to watch Shaw start ahead of him as a centre back. He got stripped off the captaincy this season. Um, you know, he never went against the manager. He's had to fight for his place, even though some of it is he got it due to injuries and stuff like that. Um, he didn't have to not, fight for his not, place. He's just had to wait for injuries. Because he would, no matter what, he, he wasn't That's playing. That's a good point. That's a good point. But he stepped in and he's done mm. his job. That's all I'm saying. Because as as you're right, it's a given that you should be playing for your shirt. But going through everything he's gone through, a lot of human beings wouldn't have been able to like I even agree. step out on that. Oh pin. come on, man! It's not a Beckham level abuse. No, but exactly what not. I was going to say. That so, so yeah. we watched the documentary. Mm-hmm. 
Have you watched it now? You caught up yeah, with it, yeah? I've watched it now. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need royalties, by the way. Yeah. Bex. <laughs> he said, I should have bought it. He bought me an unbelievable, uh, sent me a bottle of wine the other day yeah. to say thanks for being. So, Bex, shout out David Beckham. Appreciate the wine. Beautiful, beautiful bit of red. Yeah. Um, but uh, when you see that show, we forgot how toxic it was for Bex. And listen, I was, I was obviously with him, right? And you're in the stadiums alongside him or playing against him and you're like, is this hate really needed? Is this what is this what playing football making one error in a game leads to? Because if it, if so, I don't want a piece of this. This is how you would have been thinking back then. This is like, whoa, I don't don't bring me any actually, don't put me anywhere in pictures next to this guy. That's like you don't want to be near him. Yeah, because he was getting the level of abuse that you don't see. So my my only point is, is that when you hear players, and it is relative, but when you hear players talking about, yeah, I'm taking a lot of abuse and a boy, you ain't David Beckham. Yeah. You ain't getting that level because every stadium, you might be getting ridiculed and laughed at a little bit, which is nasty, but it ain't when you've got people's neck muscles pounding out, veins popping out of their head and wanting to get at you and blaming you for the whole of the country's failure at a World Cup. Best player in the world that season, the season afterwards. By the 99 way. season. Best player in the world. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Easily. I wonder, like, we've never really brought this up. Everyone always talks about the the division that existed in the England team mm. around that like, golden generation, 2002, 2006 kind of time. I wonder how much of that was seeded in the way Beckham was treated, the way he wasn't protected by the manager, mm. and maybe Ferguson's reaction to that in creating a bit of a uh, us against them yeah. sort of mentality. Yeah. So when you did go, you know, were players scared to make a mistake on England duty that they're not, in a way that they're not now? That, that time there, Man United players, a lot of them were getting booed by England fans. That's what a lot of England fans forget. Really? Like, not only Bex, but other Man United, United players United were getting booed. In England, mate. Yeah, so... They were going to England almost like with tin hats on, expecting and waiting to get booed by the England fans, which is absolutely ridiculous. But that was a thing. So Sir Alex Ferguson, I wasn't there then, but no doubts in my mind, he's creating that siege mentality. Like you don't even, if you've got a niggle, you don't turn up. Or when you're there, you go and play, but you listen, you save some of the tank for when you're coming back on the weekend, we've got mm -hmm. a big game, blah, blah, blah. So that would have been created there. But also the players in the squad, those Man United players, I was young then as well. Like, them Man United players, it was like us. It's just us. They had their own table. They sat around a table like this and ate. Did they in 98? Because you was there in 98. Was yeah, it, did yeah, it yeah. change after 98? Yeah, yeah, yeah. already there in 98. Like it, was all, it was already there. They'd sit down on there. They'd get down early, eat, get off. So by the time I'm on my, my, my main course or dessert, them man, they're all gone. Because it was just them. They were doing their own thing. And they had that mentality and, and I admired it because they just didn't give a toss. They were just like, this is us. <laughs> Do you think they were like, they knew we're, I wanted above, to know. we're above you like, anyway? They created that vibe like, yeah. you and ain't on our level. That's how it's, I used to say to Andy Cole sometimes, like, what's training like? And he used to go, I know, it's, I think Cole used to ham, it, ham up a little bit. He used to go, yeah, <laughs> different level to this. <laughs> England ain't nowhere near this. We've got young guns like, like Wes Brown coming through, chopping at your ankles. Like, you got the, the, the level, the speed and training. And I used to go, rah. Wow, Man United must be the dream. So then, yeah, when you sign for Man United, right? Mm. Immediately, when you're on England duty, especially because you had for a few, you went for a few things for England mm. as well. Was you proud to do the same thing? Was you like it's my time to segregate us? Not segregate you? us, but no. But we, we, we uh, I would. But people would ask me, and I would maybe make sure they knew that the levels were at Man United <laughs> were different. Like <laughs> it was though. I we had Ryan Giggs and Skulls and like Veron them time. Van Nistelrooy, Roy Keane, Beck. Like you had the, and then you then you have Cristiano Tevez, Rooney, Saha. You don't even start better than some of the strikers we got here. So you are saying that the levels dropped when you went to England? Because you had some really good players, by the Great way. Great players, like but, but on England duty, none of us, myself included, ever performed to the levels that we performed for our clubs. So it was always going to be a level down in, or a couple of levels down in terms of players' performance. So like the the the, the, the Steven Gerrard that I should see at England, weren't there Steven Gerrard I saw at, at Liverpool? And he would, I'm sure, say the same about probably me. None of us performed to our best in an England shirt consistently. There were performances here and there, 
But not only because that's why we never won anything. But you said in training, you said that you did, like you did no, see training, levels. You, like, you, saw, you, you saw said it. when Stevie wraps the ball no, into no, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely in training, you saw some bits in training that made you go, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that happening on a daily at your club, that one? Like, and you go to one of the players and goes, you do that on a regular basis. Like, <laughs> even that certain man like Tom Huddleston came to England one time. And I, didn't, I don't think I trained with Tom Huddleston many times, but every time I trained with him, he left something in that session that you go afterwards, you go to one of the lads, do you see that? Mm. Do you see what Tom? Really? Wow. Like he played both feet. Mm. Bearing in mind, he was massive, yeah. You've seen him recently? He's at, he's at United, isn't he? Yeah. Coaching and stuff. But he used to, he have this skill where he rolls it with his right foot or left foot, rolls it with one, and in the same motion, slap past it with the opposite foot, mate. Hard to do, yeah? Mm. He's doing it in training full speed nonchalantly or smashing a ball off either foot top corner curl any way you like it wow. but that and he wasn't one of the top top players I no disrespect but he mm. wasn't mm. but there was in training at times you see things in training like Stevie was one of them that you got Aaron Lennon one time when he was young when he got I into love Aaron oh my Lennon, god man. he stopped and started a few him. people in and went through the middle of the pitch and all of us was like <laughs> <laughs> like Fergie Prom, god, what I've seen in training if he can replicate yeah. that in games we yeah. need to get this guy what did he say about that I just never, never, never moved on it. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> but the one That's player I used to always say to him, if I was you, if it was me like, buying someone for my England team. Right, let me guess. Go on. Wait. Jermaine, Jermaine Defoe. Yeah, Defoe. Yeah. I used to say no, Defoe, Defoe because he wouldn't have started for us all the time, but it would have been another type of Chicharito. Yeah. That he comes on. Goals. And all he cares about is scoring. And he, if we're winning 5-0, he wants to make it four. I mean, six, seven, yeah. eight. Yeah. Because he's got... That inner, like, I need goals. I live and smell and breathe goals. And he just was, we would have got him in so many positions to score. Yeah. It would have been a joke. One of my favourite shots. Beckham Dock, anyway. Full verdict. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> is it quite on the last dance for football level, do you reckon? No. That, that is a, that Jordan, man, it's different. Yeah. Jordan, he's collected Jordan, that footage since the 80s. Yeah, man. Jordan's is that. It's the, the footage that comes with it just ele elevates 80s. it. And also, what he done, six final, six wins, MVPs, a lot. But but Bex is one, what was good, it was great for, for a family to watch it. Mm. So your wife, she wants to know about Posh mm. and what happened there. He was that famous. My kids are going, is that what? Like, what they don't know. No, they, they know he's big. Yeah, but they, but they don't, don't know. know. They, they think that, that Ronaldo and, and, and Messi are the benchmark and that's it. Yeah. This guy had more paparazzi than, than following him on yeah. a daily basis than what, Ronaldo and Ronaldo? Messi. Right, but it was just a different fandom then times. It, I don't know why, we obviously married a pop star. Those two guys haven't married a pop star, mm. one of the biggest in the world at the time, but it was just good for the family to see it and my boys to go, my oh, dad, I didn't realize he was that big, like, and he's that good a player as well. He's, so, still, you know, he's still got a little bit of a whip in him. I see him with AJ, yeah, I, see I see him that, with yeah. the kids as well. You don't lose he that still it's like riding a bike. Yeah. But he, it was, I, I, I loved it for those reasons. And also it brought back a lot for me in terms of like, I was there on a number of occasions mm. and big moments and just to, as time goes on, the light dims, it dims a little bit, doesn't it, mm. on certain things. And even just his popularity, but also, mm. like we were talk, talking before about how how much he was blamed and how... Do you know one thing that come out of it for me? I'd love to know, but I'm going to ask David myself, but if you're watching, David, he watches, by the way. Um, no, did, he doesn't. Did, 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 <laughs> <laughs> he watches the snippets that I said. Yeah. Um, did, um, I watch on TikTok. Did, yeah, did um <laughs> did Glenn Hoddle get a right to reply? I would love to have seen Glenn Hoddle talking now and how he would reflect upon his decision to call out David immediately after the game. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I think everyone can make mistakes. And it would have been, I think, yeah, that's one bit that for me I'd go, you know what, I, I would like to, because I know how much it hurt David and his family. You can see his mum. She could. She was tearing up even then. I could see it. Yeah. But and it's painful. But I think he was a young manager as well. By the way, then in terms of like experience wise, and I think he's he, in his thirties. Yeah, I think late thirties, thirty eight, thirty nine. But if he, he probably if he that question, if if it, you had a time again, would you still talk about David the same way after such a big moment, knowing what's happened, the re reaction from the English media and, and fans, etc. Last last question I want to ask you on the topic is: Did you realize that you were making such history at the time? So, for example, you said it took you back. You know, like you were there and stuff like that. Did you realize that? Wow, this is just a special era. You know, like no, because I think with my thing was like 
I was always chasing that treble team. Like, obviously, they wouldn't have done the treble like iconic for, forever. And I was thinking, like, where's my moment going to be? Mm. Like, I need to win the Champions League. It's the only thing <clears> I've won <throat> Premier Leagues, and it was like I still felt inadequate in a mad way. Still, like, I can't walk around Old Trafford shoulder to shoulder with a lot of these guys still. And that's what brings me to when you won the Champions League. Before we go into that, because I think that's going to be a bit of a longer segment, yeah. there's a couple of bits in the dock. One is you chasing a finished R9, by the way, and getting nowhere near him, mm. like in 2000, what, 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 2003, when he scored the hat-trick at Old Trafford. Bartes near, near post, all of that he jazz. He breaks over to the right-hand side of the box, and you just look no, no. at it. Brother, are you really, are you really for that? No, 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 no. I, I was there, yeah? Yeah. My position was a good position. <laughs> <laughs> Bruv. He scored at the near post, bro. What's going on? Hey, that was it's fast though. But yeah, but, but I'm saying I'm blocking. I'm my position is blocking. Yeah, so yeah, it, I, I looked. At, if you see the way I look at the goalkeeper, Fabian, I loved him, man. But bro, <laughs> two of the goals shouldn't have been shouldn't have stood. This is a, this is a clip for TikTok, but, by the way. But he but was God. great. He was yeah. great, and he he was he was probably like fifty percent of his best ever. What about when he scored? I think it was the one outside the box, and it looked like it was mid height for Bartes. It was quick, Bro, but the ball bounced before it went in the net. It was that, a joke. <sighs> Don't know what happened. Yeah. I was like, "What the hell?" My man's got a hat trick and got a stand innovation, and rightly so. Yeah, but two of them goals should not stand. Did you, did you tell Fabian that? Yeah, I said, know. "What the f after the game? Like what? Like <laughs> was he, I did he just believe take it. a cigar? Or he was in the middle of a, a pool with one of his fags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he thought it was Laurent, Laurent Blanc. Um, but yeah, go on. Steve, last, I'll one, let you... last one, then, and then we'll move on to um, a little bit of a sadder topic. I think um, changing room, nineteen ninety eight. I don't think I've ever heard you talk about it. So obviously, you was on the bench. I've heard you talk about Michael Owen saying that kept me on or score that sort of stuff. I don't think I've ever heard you talk about what did that England change room look like. Post Beckham sending off, did and you know, what was anyone's interaction with him? What was the manager saying? Just give me some of the moments of that change room post match Argentina '98. Yeah, it was. I remember Tony Adams speaking and just like trying to pick the lads up a little bit. I remember Les because I was obviously part of the subs crew and Les was one of those. And Les, I don't think Les got on or whatever, and he was like fuming, fuming, wanting to have it out with Hoddle. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I actually didn't see Bex. I didn't even like, it didn't occur to me. But then afterwards, I remember Gary and Bex walking off the coach and stuff and together or whatever it was. And me and Michael were speaking like, right, I wonder what the reaction is going to be like. None of us could have ever imagined it would be what it turned into. Right. But we was like, I wonder what's going to happen. Because you've got to bear in mind, we don't see that post-match interview. We don't know that's gone out. Do you know what I mean? And then you get back to the hotel, then it's on the news. And you're like, oh shit, whoa. Okay. All I was thinking about and I was talking about was to Michael because we were close in that tournament was like, Mike, you have smashed it. You're a world superstar now. You've walked in, no one really knew much about you. Now you're a world superstar. Where are you going on holiday? What was he saying? Oh, me and my family are going to uh, so and so. So I was thinking, brother, I'm going Napa. Yeah. I'm going, I am Napa. I am going to live this up. You could be killing. Come with me, bro. Come with me. Imagine the knockdowns I'm going to be on. That's what I was thinking. Come on, man. Me and you. It was an unbelievable double act. Do you know what I mean? We ain't, we ain't the same at all, but we're the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like. No, no, me, me and my family and my girlfriend, I've been going out since school. Well, our family's all going on holiday. We've already booked it. And I was like, yeah, my mate, you are boring. You ain't living the life you need to be living right now. You're not going to fulfill everything you need to fulfill. And then, um, what car are you getting? Yeah. You've got to go. And he was like, oh, I'm going to have to look at a Ferrari, man. Got to look at a Ferrari. I said, bro, you got to look at a couple of them. You've got enough now to go with a couple if you want them. Wow. Like, we was just talking mad stuff. Cause it, it, it's mad because we went in there, yeah. I wasn't even on a big contract. I think I must have been on like, in comparable to the others, were on like 20, 30, 40, 50 grand a week, probably mm. a lot of these players at that mm. time in 98. Mm. I was probably on like a couple of grand a week, mm. if that. Mm. And he was like, I'm going to have to sign a new deal when I come out of there. Be one of the best paid players in the league. Like, I'm thinking, bro. This was, he was just doing like lists, like wish lists. What, what's, okay, well, if you do something, what are you going to get? Yeah, I'm going to buy my mum and dad a house. I'm going to get my mum and sister a house. So he was thinking stuff. like that after that yeah. talk, like for real? Cars, we're talking like, you're talking fairy, fairyland stuff. We're talking fairy so, tales. So then what's the difference here after you've spent that time with him at the World Cup? You know he smashed it, as you've said. Mm. But then obviously after that, the DVDs come out, the whatever. What was it like the next time? Like, well, was give it like a, a year or like, And, and uh, we, we, when we see each other, we, we just started laughing. It was just like, right man 
your life's changed. Like you're just, wow. everything for you is different. You can't, and I was saying to him like, you know, in the summer, could you walk out? He says, no, I can't go nowhere. People everywhere just coming up to me all the time. Like it's just changed everything. I was like, raw. People weren't coming up to me and I and Apple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> flying around on Apple, free as a bird. <laughs> but that's but what's amazing is he did a fantastic segment for us with Harry Pinero. Yeah, yeah. Could be on the ninety. It was absolutely wicked. And Go and check it out. And this week we've actually got a this or that with Michael Owen. We mm. ask him tough questions. Mm. We've got him going on against Wayne Rooney, against Skulls, against Gerard, mm. against like we go deep. And he at one point he goes. Were you trying to get me in trouble here? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So He's got good opinions on that stuff though. Really good. So make sure you watch it. It's coming out on Thursday, 5pm. Yeah. But yeah, go on. So over the weekend, obviously we had the incredibly sad news at the passing of um, a football legend in Sir Bobby Charlton. Obviously very special for both United and England. Um, one of my favourite moments observing you was, and we spoke about this on a video a few years ago at Old Trafford, was about Sir Bobby coming up to you um, and you nearly being in tears with what he said to you mm. following the Champions League final <clears> win <throat> in Moscow. Um, if you want to give us that story again, but I know there's got to be more and and obviously um, condolences to, to everybody in Sir Bobby's family um, and everyone involved at the club as well. But um, do you want to give us some of those, please? Yeah, no, you like exactly what you said, echoing how important he was to the football club. I think one of the most inspirational things for me, for, for most of the players, I'm sure I would say, was just his presence at the club and his unwavering commitment to the football club and commitment to working for the club. Because that's essentially what he was doing. He was an ambassador for the club for so many years. But he would be in China, he'd be in Australia, he'd be in America, he'd be everywhere we were, he was there. Oh. And I was saying off air, if he wasn't there, the lads would be going, where's the Bobby? Because he was that present at such an old age as well. And we used to sit there and go, why is he doing this, man? But it was his love and his commitment to the club was just unwavering. It was unreal to see. So very inspirational. But yeah, the, the moment you're talking about, we, we won the Champions League. And I mentioned it on my post about him after finding the news that he'd passed away. And it was um, it was a weird one because you win, the, you win the Champions League and it's like, all you think about is winning it. You don't think about what you're going to do once you've won it. You just think about getting to that point of winning it. You don't even you don't even think about lifting it. I didn't allow myself to imagine lifting the trophy as captain. But I remember being at the bottom of the stairs and two mad things happened. My mum, I could hear my mum amongst the whole crowd. Which <laughs> if you think about it in like how many thousand seat, 80,000 seat stadium, gaff, yeah. I can hear my mum. Probably 40,000 because the Chelsea fans go. Mm. I can hear my mum screaming, clambering over chairs to get my attention to say that. Oh so she, that's what she was like. She was like so proud and outwardly proud. Well, my dad's really proud, but very introverted with it. But, um, and then I'm standing there and you're kind of going like with the lads. Yeah. You're having a little, well, Chelsea go up and get their, their runners up medals. And then he just came over, I remember, um, and just like grabbed me and said, where can, can, can I have a word? And I went, oh, you just, immediately your body, mannerisms, everything. It's like a school teacher, like, and he's not that way inclined. It's just that you can't help it because of the respect. And you just go, yeah, so Bobby, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just cuddled him and stuff. And he just, he started talking in my ear and just said, listen, like, basically, like, do you know what this means? Just take it in what this means. Enjoy this moment. Like, what it means for, for the, the football team, what it means for Manchester United, the history, Munich. He said, all these things go into what this means today, what that means for them fans out there and the fans when you're going to go back to Manchester. And you as a, somebody who lifts this trophy for this club, like the importance, you know, the magnitude of that. Like, and, and like I said, I didn't ever think how big that, that is. It was just more of a like, I've got a Champions League medal now. And I, that's, that's great. But when you, you sense all of that responsibility, what the makeup of the football club, the tragedy, the highs, the lows, and you start thinking, wow, like actually, I said on my press conference when I signed, I just want to be able to walk out the door etched in the history of this football club. And all of that came back at that time. That's why I got emotional as well. He made me realize, fucking this is big shit. Like this club, the foundations are built on this type of shit and you're a part of it and you're a big part of it. And it was just like a real calming from being a bit hyped and energy and a kiddie and, and, and jovial, which you're meant to be, but it was just a real like, okay, the realization is this is some big shit you just done and enjoy it and just remember what, what, what's gone on before. But he lifted it. He lifted it at Wembley himself. He actually said to me, he said, only three of, three of us have done this. 
me. Obviously, Peter Schmeichel, know yourself. <clears throat> and then when you that, that's what I'm saying. You don't think I didn't think about that. No. You don't. You don't think about it. And you're just like fucking. Oh, whoa, this is like actually. Guys, we're doing some good shit. This mm. is some real shit, big, big shit. Like, and and so, so Bobby's telling me this. He's come out of his way. He didn't have to come over to me. That's the that's another thing. Afterwards, and I'm sitting there when we when we're in the in the the gala thing. After, I remember sitting there as a matter night it was a couple of times going fucking Bobby Charlton just come and spoke to me, man. And took time out to come and chat to me. This is surreal. I mean, it's just like. I couldn't have dreamed of stuff like that. Probably trying to know, even knowing me, let alone wanting to talk to me and give me a bit of advice and saying well done and stuff. It was just, it was unreal. He was a, he was a great guy, man. Yeah. I was saying, um, obviously we can't, I know Sir Alex might have had his, it's different, his wife's past and you know, Sir Bobby Charlton's past. It's like, these are close people in his life. You explained to me off air how you found out about it. And also some of the character, some of the characteristics he had towards the other players where let's just say something went wrong on the pitch or whatever, he would have a word and he would always make sure that there was an uphold of a good character at Man United. You were explaining that, that That's on. what it seems, yeah. I mean, I was saying to Rio earlier, I um, I had to tell my granddad and I was nervous at telling my granddad. I felt like I was telling him uh, a family member had passed away. Mm. Um, so Bobby Charlton is Manchester United. Mm. You know, this is... <laughs> If I had, if if I told you Sir Bobby Charlton's career and said, let's make a film about it, you'd go, let's tone some of this down because that's too Hollywood. Mm. His career is too Hollywood. From being a Busby babe, that that is a a, a, a small category. There ain't loads of them. Mm. You know, there's only a few of those. To being one of the 40 people that was on the plane crash at Munich. And and one of, you know, only half of many of that that actually survived that and even less that survived it and continued right. to play because there was people whose careers, obviously lives was, were ended at that, but there was people whose careers they lived, but they, they never played again. Uh, Jackie Blanchflower being one of those. From that, has a period where mental health wouldn't have even been considered at the time. But he has a little bit of time out. It's the back end of the season he eventually gets, you know, talked back into playing. Harry Gregg and Bill Folks, I can't wrap my head around how they played football two weeks mm. later. It's unfathomable. He takes a little bit longer to, to get round and, and get back and, and start playing again. But then he leads United to rebuild they win an FA Cup in 63. They win the league in, um, I think it was 65 and then 67, which is what got them entry back into the European Cup. He leads us to the European Cup in 68. He wins a World Cup with England. There's not many people that can say that they've won. And a Ballon d'Or. And a Ballon d'Or. He's the best player in the world in 66. He finishes as England's all-time scorer. Only recently had that overtaken by Rooney and Harry Kane. Yeah. United's all-time leading scorer. Obviously, Wayne Rooney's taken that. But he also ended his United's all-time appearances. Mm. And you think, if you'd have written that as a as a career someone could have, people would have said to you, like, this, that's not real. Mm. It's it's not real. And then I saw a post from Gary Neville yesterday after um, after the games this weekend where he would talk about some of the things that Sir Bobby would always be. And like you, he said, he was just sort of always in the background. And maybe he offers a different kind of word to what you might have got mm. from Sir Alex. But he was the sort of, from what I can gather, the, the compass for what was right about the club, about the direction that we should go or the attitude we should take. And and I wonder how much of Manchester United values actually derive from Sir Bobby Charlton. And, you know. You gave an example quickly. You said that once <clears throat> Gary Neville made a, a tackle. And yeah, I mean, well, I'd say go and listen to Gary Neville doing it. And obviously mm. we're not plugging everyone else's podcast there, mm. but I, I would actually just say, go and, go and see what Gary Neville said about yeah. him this weekend because it's a, it's a worthy watch mm. uh, about the different aspects. And obviously Gary coming through as a youth player at United as well would have been, would have been mm. you know, a little closer to to him than than some of us. But, um, you know, he obviously coming through the United Academy system himself and I imagine the likes of Bobby Charlton are constantly referenced as mm. your, you know, 15, 16, 17 year old, you know, about to make your debut. Um, and then just, you know, having him around. You know, was he in the dressing room much when you were playing? After probably 99% of the games we really? played, yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't have been there because of health maybe or something in the family. He was everywhere. 
Um, I think even my last game for United, I think he was even in the change room. Mm. Uh, he's just always there. And the lads, even when, we, I, I've got pictures on the, on the team, on the parade bus. He's on the parade bus with the Premier League <laughs> and he's like, we're all going bananas, all like half pissed. Mm. And he's in the middle of it. Yeah. Quiet, but just, he's just there. Just enjoying the moment, just just like living and breathing through us. Mm. He was, he was un unbelievable. Condolences um, to Sir Bobby Charlton. Um, I'm going to move it on now uh, to the other game that was played on the weekend. Well, the game that was played yesterday, Chelsea 2, Arsenal 2. Saliba or Thiago Silva? Right now, I think I'd rather Saliba. But obviously, in his, pr in his prime, t in his prime though, Thiago Silva in his prime. No. Yeah. In his prime, Thiago Silva. But right now, yeah. right now Saliba's in good form. But come on, bro, this is Thiago Silva. Yeah, we know. Until Thiago hangs them boots up, yeah. he's number one. Wow. Yeah, All right. Uh, you was on your knees at one point. Arteta, how he was saying in the uh, WhatsApp no, group. No, I didn't say he, that. He, the vibes are right, wasn't right, they? I didn't say that. I didn't say the that. The club's in shambles. I did not say that. That's what I saw. I was two it, goalkeepers in rotation. Oh, the keeper situation was getting worst. called out. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. That was being spoken about. Like, well, okay, let's, let's, uh, let's forget the performance at the moment. Where are you with Arteta and the goalkeeper situation? Do you want to know that, what? Joel Bayer on five, or do you want to know Honest Joel? Hang what on, do, what do you we want have, it? We have Honest Joel only on it. I've, I've, I've not got a Rio on five, have I? Yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> you got Rio with Ronaldo. You got loads. You got different percents, mate. Go on, uh, but I'll be honest with you. I want Ramsdale back in goal ASAP. Yeah, yeah, because oh. no, but, look, Man's this is why. confidence is destroyed. You want to bring him back? No, 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 no. Be, oh. he, he chose to just go and say, "Listen, my missus having a baby. I'm not coming today." Yeah, I thought I was if he was playing, stuff. I think he, 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 the baby comes and he has to go and see the baby after. He phoned in. Maybe he phoned in sick on you. Nah, nah, nah. That's different, man. Having a baby, you know, what I mean, that's that's. No, listen. Everyone thing. makes the decisions on exactly. that differently, but. Only joking. Where he played anyway. He's not his first choice. Simple. You know, okay, but listen to this. Well, according to Arteta, you know, if the keeper's Arteta not having a great... Arteta said he had 43 if, formations. If he's, not, he's talking if, if he's not having a great game, he's, he's had times where he wants to change the goalkeeper. Do you think if Ramsdale was in the stadium that day against Chelsea the other day, do you think he comes on ta for a tactical decision? No. And that's, and that's what is confusing. But again, that's why I'm the fan and he's the coach, right? Okay, do you think also... That after the mistakes that he's made in the last couple of games, or how shaky he's looked in the last couple of games, Raya, that Arteta has to be fair and go, right, you have to sit down on the bench now. I think he has to be, but I don't think he will. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Why not? Um, because I think he's made his choice for who's his number one. But he said he it's hasn't. He said, he said he hasn't, though. <laughs> So he said it's going to show so, tactically ten, every ten, game brings ten, a different requirement. Ten Hag, yeah, but Ten Hag says things all the time. All these coaches, they'll say whatever why, they need well, to do. Why I'm are we talking about Arsenal wait, and you wait, brought Man up? You always do this. Example. We've just spent 45 minutes talking about Man United. Yes, yeah, so, so why are you bringing him up again? To, 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 
guide the audience through what it is that we're talking about Just here. Just stay focused right, on your listen, team. Can I? Can I've heard I, that before. We heard I, that before. <laughs> focus on your own team. You've got a screenshot of it. You know what I mean? Focus on your own team. Right. Every conversation come back to Ten Hag. Like, Man United, go on. Like then. I was saying, I think that Ramsdale didn't do anything to, to get dropped in the first place. And I think he should have kept his position. And and if he had made mistakes, then fair enough. I'll touch around, basically. You know, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm you're just saying... saying you're saying your manager's wrong. No, I'm just saying this is what I would do and this is what I think. And I don't, even though he's my manager, I don't have to agree with everything he does. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with him doing that. Well, mm-hmm. do, you you think, know? do you think Ramsdale is in a, the right mental state to come in now? Yeah, because really? I think no he's more way. I think he's more resilient than people give him props for. So, for example, let's just say he's not having the baby. I think he looks shocked by the fact that he brought a keeper wait. in. Wait. That's why he ended up getting stay, dropped in the stay, first place. Stay, stay, stay. Let me just do my thing here. Basically, yeah, I believe that Ramsdale's got a, a strong I'll character. Out. That, right there. What's that? I think he's got a strong enough character. And if I'm Ramsdale, I'm going, you know what? This is my chance. If he had started against Chelsea or whatever, if he had been called in. Because you go, you know what? This is my chance to come in and show why I'm number one and why I was number one, etc. It's the challenge. The element of the challenge sometimes can over overcome the confidence issues. I'm not saying that you're you're a weak person. No, weaker players. Let me just say, it, weaker players would probably struggle in that situation like that. But I believe in Aaron Ramsdale so much. I think that if he's put in that situation against Chelsea, he's gonna show why he is see, who he is. See why well, I don't agree with you, right? Because and I've seen a lot of pundits and I've seen a lot of people t- who talk about the game on social media and platforms. They talk. They're trying to talk about goalkeepers like they're outfield players. They are absolutely different people different specimens have to be treated differently at no point in any goalkeeper's career from grassroots all the way to the first team professional football has a goalkeeper been told that you two I don't know is my number one you're going to fight out they are wired completely different to any outfield player one is a no knows he's number two and the other one knows he's number one and if unless the number one makes a catalogue of errors he will remain number one. That's how it's always been. And so for people to say, oh, he's got to deal with it. He's, they're wired differently. When so, you say so he's got to deal with it, can you elaborate on he's that? He's got please? to deal with a, a, another goalkeeper coming in and then and then them either changing and chopping and changing or saying that Raya can come in and, be, and take number one shirt just like he has out of nowhere and that Ramsdale's going to be okay to go back in there because Ramsdale's going to be now sitting there thinking, I am on icy ground no matter what happens. I might play a ball which is a difficult ball and it might get cut out or the opposition player might head it and immediately his first thought is what's the manager thinking? What's his mannerisms? What's his body language? (laughs) Immediately because he's now uncertain of his position. Every goalkeeper that plays in the league around the world at every level is 100% certain they are number one. So to change that and flip it on his head and expect a goalkeeper now to be okay with that and comfortable with that and that's fine. I didn't say he should be okay abs- and comfortable. No, but I'm saying that he should be, uh, listen, got to deal with it. Uh, M- that's Mikkel, what Mikel said that, not me. But yeah, I, I just find it really impossible. Yeah, I, I think it's impossible no to expect a goalkeeper that has been conditioned for their whole life one way to then flip. Players are different. We're always never, never, ever 100% number one. Mm. Yeah, I'm in form, I'm the man. You have a couple of bad games, there's a geezer waiting to get in and take your shirt. Mm. Uh, but that's like, that's expected, that's understood. Not with goalkeepers. The yeah. goalkeeper's such a confidence position as well. Oh. Even more so than strikers because it's mistakes, not goals. Yeah. It? So it's catastrophic. You have a mistake. Goal. And it impacts the, 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 the players in front of you. Yeah. It's massive. Like, I get it, you know. Like, for me, if you were to ask me who do I reckon should be number one, I support all the players that come into Arsenal, but I would have said Ramsdale because he hasn't warranted not being number one. The one, the one thing that is very different is what, and where Mikel, I think, is, 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 has been ruthless in this is that Raya is a particular type of goalkeeper. He's on the front foot. He's aggressive. His distribution... Is 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 very 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 good, and that's the reason why he's come in. It's all about distribution. When we have the ball, recycling possession, keeping possession, playing playing more kind of vertical balls that are going to impact the game and the dynamic of the game. Yes, H to the P. We're on to Chelsea versus Arsenal. We're talking about um, Ramsdale Raya. I don't think he's done anything to warrant him not being in the team. I think um, the loan from. That that you know, Raya is a, a loan. Luckily, it's not a buy. I think was was. Is it an obligation though? Not yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, it could be to, to buy, but for me, I think in that game we saw that he's not 
outstanding with his with, with his passing. There was a lot I counted it actually. Six times where he passed the ball out of out of play. And I don't mm. really see Ramsdale doing that a lot. He's so, under pressure now, anyway. Yeah, yeah, and I think with Ramsdale, he's a good professional. But when, when your keeper, uh, your sorry, your manager comes out and saying you need to work harder, it just makes it look as if he's not a good trainer. But every Arsenal player, if you ask them about Ramsdale, mm. his mentality is, is, is elite. So mm. where he's started from and where he is now, mm. integral part of why Arsenal was so good. The amount of great saves he made. Yeah, last big season. Saves. He's a leader. He's a leader from the back. And I don't think Raya is that. But I think Arteta's got a big choice now. Next game, big game, he mm. has to play a keeper, and it has to, for me. It has to be Ramsdale. Uh, I'll be honest. If if I if I am um, you you agree now that it should be Ramsdale, yeah? Because that's what I said. No, no, I, I don't. I don't really care who he puts in. But all I'm saying is, I think you just got to, as a player. I'm talking about from a player's perspective. You want consistency. Mm. If he's coming in because you're thinking that he's better than me, or he's he, I haven't been doing X, Y, and Z. Now, if he's making mistakes, surely I got to get my opportunity back. Like that's what I'd be thinking. But I'd be interested to see what. What the manager does in the next game because he's a big call man. Would you? What do you want then? You I want. Ram I think Ramsdale shouldn't have got dropped in the first place. Mm. If I'm honest with you, if you've got two keepers that are that good, I I just think if he had made mistakes and we were like, oh, we're not really sure about him. We were talking about him being number one goalkeeper potentially. I, I still you know? think he's England's best goalkeeper. In my well, you know, but but to to have taken it, taken that position from it, and that's what it feels like taken. If I'm honest. It just doesn't sit right with me. And if the person that comes, the person that comes in, I.e. Raya, he, mate, he needs to not be putting a foot wrong in like ten games. If, if I'm ready, in the last few games, we've seen excellent mistakes. mistakes. Yeah. When he played the ball to, I don't know, it was Cole or whoever he played it to or whatever. I just thought to myself, right. what? That's pressure because he won't make any mistakes at Brentford. But that's again the difference playing for Brentford, no disrespect, and then going to Arsenal under under the spotlight. Different pressures, man. But if I am Aaron Ramsdale. I'm on. I'm, on, I'm on Mikel Arteta's door. I'm Arteta, banging down Arteta's the door. Making problems that he didn't need to. Yeah. The decision he should be making is where is Odegaard in a big game again? Okay, Steve, this whoa. is what I came here for. Whoa, whoa. This Shots is what I came fired. here for. Now, I, Steve, see, I've been saying yeah that Odegaard is Arsenal's best player because mm. when he's on the ball, it's magic. Yeah, but in big games, yeah, especially this this season, there hasn't been that much big big games. I think the two big games you probably have had United. Uh, United, that, no, but United, test. United. He scored, but he wasn't pass incredible. He wasn't incredible. That, that was a stat pad game for me for, 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 for Odegaard. Did he, did he pass it or not? Um, oh, well, yes, yeah, he yeah, did. Okay, he passed, passed it, it. But it's a stat pad. We saw the performance wasn't the greatest, but Tottenham and also against Chelsea. Yeah, he was a ghost. That was Casper. And I think for me, yeah, when they're comparing, and this is the thing with, with feel free to fans. jump in if you disagree. Yeah, yeah, football fans, we do this thing, yeah, we do this thing where we always go, oh, he's he's like the new this Ozil. One thing I can always say oh. about Ozil. There's not a game that he didn't show up in when it when when he was called for. He was he was, he shows up. Now Odegaard, yeah. There's another stat I want to throw out there. Even for um for Norway. Horrible when Haaland ain't playing. Horrible when Haaland ain't playing. So for me, I'm How's just like- How's dragging that Scotland team through that group? And meanwhile, this Norway team with two so- I want to apologize to McSauce because I've been, I've, been, I've, been, I've been a critic because I want, I want more from him. And he's actually showing. This is a, it's mentality. Yeah, but, yeah, but, it's so key. Yeah, but the two, the two guys were saying that even though, even, and I will say two guys, even though he scored, He's still not doing anything else that he should be doing. Who said that? Right, look, Who said that? Saka, Saka didn't have the best game, but he's just come back from injury. He hasn't been injured, Odegaard, this season. So what's his excuse? What is it? Arsenal were lucky. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> get the hell out of here, man. You lot were bad. Yeah, you yeah, no, we were horrible. We were horrible, just, man. Honourable mention. Declan Rice yeah, yeah, yeah. is incredible, man. Yeah. No, he's the truth. He's the truth. He's a shit as well against Chelsea. Yeah, he's the no, truth. No, no, no. You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm with Steve on this one. He weren't great today. No, no. But what I mean, what? Like, no, he wasn't great. Arsenal weren't great. Okay. No, Arsenal he didn't great. lose the ball. He didn't yeah. lose the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 50s he won. Like, look, he's not. He's yeah. not great. Where was he when Chelsea were attacking? Where was everyone? He was just looking. And, at I, and I agree with you. I agree with the both of you. That's not his it, game. It was, it was. Of course, it is. Arsenal as a whole were not breaking up. But when it counts, yeah, he stood up. Like without that goal. Arsenal don't get back no, into it. Yeah. But he, he, he's got, what he's got, he's, he's transferred the character and personality immediately to that dressing room. Yeah. Like a lot of players take time to adjust and whatnot. He seems to have gone in there and gone, listen, this is, I'm going to take over this dressing room. Like, and it was good because, sorry Rio to interrupt, but there's the, there's the element where he mops things up. Like all these other games, Crystal Palace, you know, like it's going all crazy. He keeps it calm. City, he keeps it calm. On Sunday, he scores when you need him to score. Against United, he scores when you... So he's doing sides on... He's doing what he's doing on both ends of the pitch. And I think it's 
priceless and that's why we're not talking about his price tag. But I would say is is um for all we're talking about Arsenal, Chelsea gave us a snippet mm. of the benchmark now. I've heard, I heard in commentary as well, like this is this is now the benchmark for City. Pochettino has seen something now in a performance and almost a result. Unfortunately, he didn't get the result for them, but he's seen enough there, I think, that you can go, right, that's going to stay up on the wall, that one. That's the benchmark performance. That's, that's what we should be looking like. And we can now evolve on that and grow on that as well because he ain't had an opportunity to do that yet. Mm. And they all play well up until the goal and if they fell they folded at that point but they they look they what what more impressed me more about them they weren't great with the ball because they they didn't really have the ball a lot but they were so difficult to play through mm. they were in the middle they thickened it up in the middle they there was no balls going straight through to the center forwards they weren't getting calls any real problems and obviously then the goal comes up from a mistake but i mean there's there's so much good from a chelsea point of view which has been such a negative place in terms of supporters and talking about, they've bought potential. A lot of players, most of the players, they've bought a potential. Listen, I think it's only fair to start naming individuals. I'll start off with Cole Palmer. 40 million is a steal. Bad man. Whoa, That's Cole Palmer. Like still. He's swag. The way he bowls about that pitch for <laughs> he's, a young he, kid. You know, he's, he's, he has to have black in it. He must yeah, be yeah, mixed. On and off the pitch, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 he's got a bit of, he's got a bit of, yeah, yeah, You know, I just, I just thought, big man, you've just, Bro, the, the shorts. Uh, uh, if if he didn't have cycling shorts on underneath a side, you'd be seeing the crack of his bottom. Bro. <laughs> his shorts are so low. Like the brother, just the way he moves here, he does warm warm ups. He's looking over to us. At the one well, not to me. Looking at because Joel Joel um, um, Lescott yeah. trains with him at under twenty ones, or he did, okay. and they know they got a relationship. And he's he's banging balls about and looking at, at Joel getting jokes mm. in like Champions League semis and finals and that. And I'm thinking this kid don't give a. He just relaxed. No, he's a bad man. But, do you know He's another player who I was so Wait, sorry, proud of? Before you move on to that player, sorry, yeah. my bad. Did you see the little thing with him and Raheem Sterling? Yeah, yeah, were, yeah. I, I thought that it. showed. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was, and, and Raheem, for Raheem said, go on, bad man, do your yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Enzo said to him, yeah, Enzo said to him, go on, let him have it. Hmm. And I thought he must have a lot of respect for Enzo for him to have even listened to him because as far as I'm concerned I Raheem, think Reem's just a professional because mm -hmm. in that, he's it's the a most great screenshot of his face though yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah he was gutted yeah, yeah. he was gutted piss, but at the end of the day look he, he done the business and I think that is an indication of what they bought mm -hmm. from City the mentality that he's learned from that club to go to Chelsea to go to London you see it a lot of the times when players come to London they get lost mm. in the vibe the of hype. what London hype but he's he's living up to London's it my favourite player in that whole in that whole <laughs> Chelsea team right now is Conor Gallagher I'm mm. a massive fan of him, you know? Mm. Like, he does the dirty work. It doesn't always look pretty, mm. but in order to transition from defence to attack or to, to you know, to Retrieving create chances, he's so, so good. I think they've got a good player in, in that team. I think Caicedo, though, he needs to warm yeah. up big time because that's the highest paid, uh, the, the most expensive player in Premier League history. Mm. And it doesn't seem as if he's... he's but, yeah, you know what, money, I don't want to be that, that guy that's like, oh, you cost this, but... You need to see something. I need to see Rabona. Something. Mm -hmm. I need to see Rabona passes or something, yeah. you know what I'm trying to something. say? But, yeah. I was crying out for him as well, you know. When we didn't get him, boy, I was ready to go back hey, on, the, on the, the dock, mate. The mad thing is, is, is um, Thiago Silva is almost 40 30, years old. 39. Like, how is he doing this? He is taking liberties. It's unbelievable. He's calm with it as well. He's passing under pressure. Is an mm. unreal crispy. And he knows how he can do the little. He knows how to draw a foul. Yeah, like, bad, I, bad I'm bad. A big Speaking fan. of fouls, we're glad you brought that up. Are Arsenal the dirtiest team in the league? No, they know how to affect the referee's Snide decision. Snide little kicks yeah. all day long mm. that never get pulled up. And <laughs> Steve, is, me, as if Roy Keane were his captain. I'm watching Saka going, yeah, but Roy Keane would muller you and then look at you. Mm. Saka's doing stuff when the ball's gone to the refs and no one's seen it. Yeah, he's a golden child, isn't it? Mm. I think that's clever. I think, I, when I think it's about time Arsenal have a bit of steel. Steel in, because it's no, been, they've it's been- steel, it's snide. Yes. Yeah. I mean, whatever you want to call it. I think it's, it's good, it's good. I really enjoyed watching that game, yeah. to be fair. It was. It was, it was a good good yeah. uh, London derby. I, I just want to point out that we paid 24 million for Trossard, um, even though Modric scored one of the best buys that we've had in the last 10, 15 years. He's, He's had massive impact, massive impact. Yeah. Do you think though, boys, just before you lot move on, yeah, that the um, substitution of Sterling and Palmer caused that to their team to kind of be a bit unbalanced? No, I, I just think that it was a mistake. Goalkeepers made that... that that, mm. to that substitution doesn't amount for the mistake that Sanchez makes with that mm. pass. It's like, a, it's a baggy pass. And then it's a great execution at the end of it. Capitalises mm. on a mistake. And then the dynamic of the game just absolutely, I think regardless of who's on that pitch, it's such a big swing sometimes when a goal like that happens. Like Declan said after the game, they were kind of dead on their feet, a bit weary. You get a goal like that, man. It's like having 20 Red Bulls in one go. 
bang, <laughs> you're up and running again. And Nico Jackson, he glitched though. Just yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what was going on with that? I don't know, man. Apparently he's a new drug bar. San uh, Sanchez, uh, you don't want to talk about people sm smashing into players. Sanchez yeah. smashes into Gabriel Jesus. Where's our penalty? To you Where's our penalty? Mm. You were talking about oh, Arsenal always get the calls. We didn't get that one. I'm expecting mm. Talk Sport to go for absolutely turbo on it, seeing as though they did with Onana. Mm. People are still bringing mm. Onana's up now. Onana had a great game the other day, by the way. Yeah. Just, uh, just what I let you know. Yeah. Joe, was Joe didn't mention that. No, of course he wouldn't. Nine eighty two. Um before we move on, Phil Tilt, Rio, we was in a group chat looking at I can't at even this. chat about it. Yeah. It's rubbish. <laughs> hey, look at this, right? You, you, you had three shots on we're, target. We're, How about we're, pull we're, that stuff? We're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pull this up on the screen, right? I'll send it to Tom. Yeah, but this is an Arsenal fan trying to show Arsenal's field tilt. And it says, field tilt is the share of touches in the final third, 10 minute moving average. Yeah, they, do you know what? I don't even want to see this. Man. Yeah. Arsenal fans, they know how to create wins out of nothing. Even like, I was just like- the alternative league table champions of the world, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, oh, I just can't stand it. it it's, was just, it's the most mad. pointless stats, stat ever, to be It fair. was mad. Um, boring, Man City beating Brighton 2-1. Haaland's been found out, still got nine out of nine goals this season. <laughs> Um, Alvarez, low key, yeah, low key, one of the best players of the season. I think mm. what he does goes under mm. the radar. Yeah, mm. bad man. Mm. Obviously, Doku doing his thing. Uh, but Doku's yeah, an old school winger. Man. Yeah, get old the book, school. Tony Daly. Yeah, remember him? Wow, That's a shout. <laughs> uh, is it any coincidence? Rodri's back in the team and City yes. winning. Pep found out. Yeah. <laughs> the only player. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only player at City that's in, that, that, that you can't take out of that team. Yeah. He's unreplaceable, man. Like, I, I, I've said this what? many times. Him and Kevin De Bruyne in that team, yeah, it just it secures everything. Like, you've got a defensive, like, powerhouse who can also ball. Mm. And then you've got KD, KDB, who's just in Charlotte, whip it in. Yeah. And, 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 and Haaland's just there hanging his foot. Yeah, like, it's, it's the, yeah. It's, I think, you see with City, one thing everyone needs to realise is that season after season, they do this. Start off Start very slow. Yeah. So they pre everyone where everyone's going and then just, January. Like, but like parades yeah, and stuff. Like Liverpool, happened with Liverpool as well. <laughs> they they wait and then they just go on that run. So Liverpool, by the way, I was at the game, the Derby, rubbish game. Liverpool poor. But they got the job done. Two goals, the sending off was a was was a big thing, obviously. But the did you see the the I saw both, it should have been uh, a, a the funny thing is I think it, it was, you know, when I look back at the replay. Kalate's one. No, no Young Young's one was a young off, one was, yeah, but yeah. I, I think Kanate, who didn't, he should have had a yellow, that, second that's yellow. Rude. I couldn't believe he didn't yeah. get it. It changed the whole dynamic of the game. It's all right. Klopp wants a replay because he said someone was, you know, <laughs> didn't follow the rules and he, he, he believes in fairness. So uh, he's asked for a replay, right? Has he? Surely. You'll get it. Surely. Liverpool get Surely it. he's asked. Liverpool get it. Yeah, no, I, I think, think that Liverpool Everton game was a bit, yeah. But yeah, standout players, Diaz. Glad he's back, man. He's looking dangerous for them. Do you reckon? I thought yeah. he was poor on the day. I thought he was all right, you know. Because I think he's always a threat. That's the thing with him. Like, you're always yeah. going to get yeah. something. I think he's I think he's off his, what we, we've we seen. Still yeah. right away for, yeah. So he's I got a bit to come back. I don't know. Really Salah's just a joke, mate. Nice. Didn't touch the ball, didn't yeah. do nothing. Stat got two pad. goals. I've, I've, he's a stat padder. Yeah. But he's a great player. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I've, I've stopped my um. He's not a stat again. Sure, he's not a No, as in like, literally, he doesn't have to play well in a game. He's right though. But he will genuinely influence it. Like when yeah. I, he's in my FBL team, I just, just knew. Just look what he delivers though. If yeah. he's scoring Numbers goals and assists, I couldn't yeah. care. Two on two, that's just like, it's, 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 I think for me, he's the most ready-made player, like ready for any situation. In, in the Premier League. Like, uh, he doesn't need to have a great influence on the yeah. game. Just given that chance. Some players need touches, innit? Nah, he just, get, he they're, just... they're especially wide players used to get them as well. Like, oh, if they're not getting touches of the ball, they're like, throwing their arms about, mm. go, ill-disciplined, going out, going, chasing loves. the ball. He just says, I'm going to get my moment. Mm -hmm. uh, you did commentary on the TNT game. Mm. Two questions. How did you find it? And uh, the uh, the uh, Ashley Cole yeah. laugh, was it on it, purpose? It, yeah, it was a joke. Because um, Ali McCoy mentioned Ashley Cole instead of uh, Ashley Young. So um, we were ribbing him a little bit. So I thought, oh, don't leave me alone. So just messing about, I said it, and I said it again, and they were sitting there, because they were off air. Mm. They were cracking up, crying, laughing. Yeah. But it was, um, it's similar. I can see the, the mistake can be made, but mm. I love it. Because you know, I'm watching it from a bird's eye view in the gantry, you're up high seeing it, and you're involved in, mm. we're in the studio, which is still good, don't get me wrong, but you're kind of cut off from the atmosphere when you're behind the, the, the screens and stuff. So being out, I like it. But the problem, I have to control myself because I'm a squealer when I watch games. Like, <laughs> yeah, we heard. I make yeah, enough heard. noises and mm. like, and I, I can't, and I have to stop myself from swearing and stuff like that. So it's a challenge up there, trust mm. me. But it was, 
different energy. I think that's what's needed. So, mm. um, no, it was good. It was good to listen to all that. I was messaging you at some point. You weren't replying, obviously, when you were working. I was busy but, working. Are you replying to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. trying to, like, you know, hey, right, 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 yeah. I've messaged him while he's on a, about to go and Yeah, we're doing combo. Yeah, combo. Yeah, yeah, combo. Yeah, yeah, well. I was just trying to make oh, a yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think I'm doing that again. Oh, are you? Yeah, I think I'm doing that. What, tomorrow's one? Yeah. Yeah, I might drive out there tomorrow. You coming tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see you both up there, I'm sure. Yeah. Steve, where do you sit? Stratford and Top Deck. Yeah, are you singing all the songs? Uh, 50-50. Be you used to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm old me, mate. I just yeah. watch the game. I actually have never but been in Stratford before. Everywhere. Yeah. Nah. It's, um, we only sit down at half time where I am. So it's yeah, yeah. like, it's a pretty raucous kind of section. Not yeah. not as much as the TRA. TRA's ace in it, having it in the corner. Mm, that's the best. Mm. Are you corporate Dave in it like him when it comes? No, 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 no chance. What? Um, what do you mean no chance, bro? My, my season, my, my season ticket is is as soon as you come out the dugout, it's on the right hand side. So Bobby, so Bobby You must have moved because they weren't like that before. I've always been there. Bro, so like, how comes every time it's not my fault that I, I get invited by my club? You know yeah. what I mean? I don't want to give <laughs> me some wings. Are that's you going in that coke so you you'll be noticed? No, no, I do black Canada goose, man. Is it? Yeah, I go straight <laughs> red army. <laughs> yeah, this is this is London ultra, ultra. Yeah, red army. <laughs> oh man! Okay, running down the rest of the games really quickly. Brentford beating Burnley three nil. Um, like Burnley fans are mad, you know. They're they're asking for four four two. Asking it to be. A, I'm not. This is not even joking. They want dice back. They want dice back. Basically, want dice, dice back. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. They want four four two. Bit more structure. Maybe nice. a bit more direct. Yeah. They're like that's. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. They were asking for that last year when they were flying up that league in the championship. But it's different in the championship, isn't oh, it? You did. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth beating... No, sorry. Bournemouth losing to Wolves 2-1. Um, Wolves got themselves out of trouble, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they did, all right. Oh, he's mm. back on it. Hola. Hola. Nottingham Forest drawing 2-2 with Luton Town. Big point, that for Luton. Great, great point. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? That's a massive point could, for could staying is, up. Is, is. Newcastle smashing Crystal Palace 4-0. Yeah, Darren yeah, Problem. That, that was, Jacob, yeah. Jacob Murphy, I think, got two Ooh, assists and a goal. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's on point. On fire. Aston Villa slapping at West Town 4-1. Yeah, they turned the corner. Ollie Watkins. Ollie Watkins is on point, you know. Right. That goal. Well, been, the conversation needs to be had about him, you know. Yeah. Yeah. On, I said on, it. On, it was I, think, I think he's the one. For what? For what? I think he's the one. For, for who? For when who? Harry Kane's done, I think he's. I've, nah. I think he's the one. Wow! I thought Joel came with the kiddie takes. No, no. Nah. I think Ollie Watkins does everything that you want from a player. He's very. He's a bully. Strong. He knows how to finish. Obviously, Harry Kane is the goal. So it's 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 never going to happen. You can't put them two on the same. I'm not. Level, I'm just Harry, saying man. for England. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> number two. Like he's no, going to no, get that phone call. No, well, Southgate's not got his number. Yeah, Southgate's. Yeah, Southgate's got a problem. I, with I, I like. I like Ollie Watkins. I know what you're saying. It's mad though, but when because I've been having this conversation a lot with people, right? As as good as he is and as well as he's doing, Ollie Watkins, like you say, after Harry Kane at the moment, he's probably the first choice backup striker. Mm. Sick, man. Where, where where does he get in the England team in... 15 years ago? 98, for instance, or 2005. No, no where does he go? Where, no, he, he, he does clean the boots, if I'm honest. Because the, the, the level get, is very, get very high. But I don't think Harry Kane has messed it up for all England strikers because he's just so, the levels are so different in comparison. Yeah. So what I'm that's... saying is the depth. The, 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 I'm not even talking about the top one. I'm talking about depth. You're talking about depth. Like, back like, in the day, you had Jermaine Defoe. No, no, forget you that. Had, whoa, 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 whoa. You, you, had, had, you had Shearer, Sheringham, Cole. Robbie Fowler. Oh, you're Kevin talking about oh, Ian Wright. Kevin Campbell Les never got a cap. Let's start with that. Kevin Campbell never got a cap. Not one. Jeez Louise. Like, I've, I've, made, I've named six there. Yeah. But that, no disrespect, Ollie Watkins probably doesn't get in above any of them. Yeah. And there's more. It's probably That's why it was more. a golden generation. This but is do, like do, the bronze generation. Do you, think he get, do you think he gets in that, that era where it was Owen and Heskey? Okay, go through it. Um, I what think it was him. It was 2001? Dar I can't remember. I know. It Owen, was, is it Darius Vassell? Darius Vassell. He gets in that one, right? Yeah, ahead of Vassell for yeah. me. Vassell was Crouchy. I think we're talking, it's, it's a bit unfair, you know? I think it's a bit Jermaine, unfair Jermaine, that Jermaine era what you're talking about was with the, the, the Owens, you don't get better. These are like the, some of the best strikers in the world. Yeah, Owen like, Heskey era, he probably is in the yeah, squad. Yeah, yeah. And I think now we've only got Harry Kane. But you got to remember, it's a bit like Italy, isn't it? Like they had that golden era. Like when you look at England playing against Italy, you just think, yeah, oh, no, they, their whole team's dry. Yeah. England, like, they've got like, you look at England's fullbacks, Right backs is probably is the yeah, that's like ridiculous amount of talent in yeah. midfield now. Got a world of talent in there yeah. to pick from. Anderson. Yeah, but yeah, I still reckon. Even, but but forward areas, even forward line areas, yeah. the wide ones. 
Yeah, they've got so many players. It's just up front, literally. If it's Harry Kane, nine. God forbid, gets injured, yeah, yeah. It's Ollie Watkins is, is the first call up for me. But even he if was he, magic, he was on that goal the other yeah. day, step over, shift, bang. He's so quick. Roof of the net. Yeah. I mean, we should do that, you know. We should compare some of these errors, especially with the Euros yeah, coming up, that, yeah. because even though you're saying we've got talent in this era, I do agree in midfield, but who's breaking into Lampard, Scholes and Gerrard? Like if Benham, it's, if Benham, it's done in a... Benham. Benham. Besides Benningham. Besides Benningham. Well, nobody. Yeah. There you go. So... Does Declan Rice... Does Declan Rice get in ahead of Owen Hargreaves and Michael Carrick? Nope. No. Okay, that's no respect to, Car uh, to, sorry, to Rice, but Carrick is a controller. Hargreaves had it, had it all. Hargreaves was well, I think sick, the people you know? still didn't watch him. Yeah. Yeah, I could never, I could never connect with him because maybe his accent. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I didn't understand. Player. But no, he was a player. He was sick. Player. So, I never forget that free kick against Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. I, thought, I thought, what are you doing over there, brother? Yeah, yeah, but then when yeah. he went in, I said, fair play, yeah. brother. He, he, when he's going to come on a show at some point. He's got a good story about that. The day before yeah. he was taking free kicks to Cristiano. Mm. And when he asked him for it, Cristiano said that he, he, he could re remember the day before in training, the quality. Yeah. I think that's what he said. He said something like that. He'll explain it better. Mm. But I, I don't know. It's 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 far, hard to compare areas, but it'd be good to do that. The Euros, like Euro '96 squad. Mm. You look at the forwards that were around then compared yeah. to now. It's just different. What was that? Shearer, Sutton. No, Shearer. Um, Les Ferdinand. Les Ferdinand. Sherry. Ian Wright. Ian Wright. <sighs> Sheringham. Like the players, that, Rob, Robbie Fowler. Oof. Like players that didn't go nasty. Like Dion Dublin. Yeah. Matt Letizia. Remember the goals Matt Letizia used to score? Mm. Nah, he was silk. <laughs> like that, there's other, other one. Andy Cole didn't even go. Yeah, should we start there? That Andy gets me Cole. mad though. That oh. one, I'd, uh, I'd but, but to be fair, to, but to be fair to Andy Cole, there was a run in like, the 2000 there was never a run uh, enough nine, for him nine, not nine, to get in bro, no. 30 goals was like per no, season, I know basically. I know but there was a run where he just couldn't find the net for England I'm not saying that he shouldn't no, have got more goals no, there was a, there was a time yeah Alan Shearer went about he, 6 hours once so yeah, yeah, he, yeah Alan Shearer went probably about 10 games or whatever it was like it was, Fair it was but Andy Cole was being a top goal scorer or vying for that golden boot every year and never was ever considered a starter no it was bad I'm Did not saying it was PFA? good I love him by the way don't know but he's never considered a starter for England I know you have Shearer and Shearer I know they were great but no, the goals he scored, but he also had like 130 some assists as well. And he'll tell you straight, no pens as no well. Pens. No pens. Like yeah. players that didn't become regulars in that era was Fowler, Les Ferdinand, Andy Cole, Matt Letizia. I'm missing some. Dion Dublin was flying for mm. Coventry or Villa. Mm. There was loads of players. It was the same as it is now, same as it, it's always. I mean, Michael Carrick was never a regular for England, which is a tragedy. No, but let's be honest though. You don't like Gerard and Scholes and and, and Lampard. You got to pick them ahead. No, of it's, it's not that. It's the, the, it's the formation. Coming. Yeah, but the thing is, again, no, you're right. Then because our formation has always been, I think, I think personally, the best. And Rio, you can agree or disagree because you've actually played in them teams. Was when Glenn Hoddle was the manager. Yeah. yeah. Because I felt like that's when it was more fluid. I yeah. think that's and he was the only. Cup, and he was the to this day is my favorite World and Cup. And he was before. All of this, Capello yeah, and, yeah. Um, Sven, and I think he the Beckham four, doc four, made me realize even more how whack England's team uh, strategy was. Straight shape. Why, why yeah. did Sven play four four two and not four three three? Was that because he thought he was adapting it to the English play? No, I just I don't think he understood. I didn't think he had, was capable of, of of adapting. I think he was very very um, stubborn. This is the way I've been successful up to this point. Did he did he win Lazio? Yeah, when he won, he won with Lazio. Was it four four two? I'm presuming so because that's all he played with us. Like, but but it's, you have to remember we had no out and out left winger. Joe Cole played there a lot. Yeah, mm. Scolzi played there for a time. We had no. So if you've got no out and out winger, me. you find another way yeah. of playing maybe. Like and then especially when you've got three of the best midfielders in the world to to pick from as well, who could potentially play in a diamond. So you're going to get another one four. Yeah. <laughs> but he just but, we, we were we were so rigid. But wow. this is but this is what I still don't I think England were behind really quickly because if you look at Brazil, at one point they were shoehorning Ronaldo, Rivaldo, Kaká you know No, they had Ronaldo, Rivaldo, yeah. and they had um Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho. Right, as a front three. So that's an yeah. obvious pick, yeah. But behind that, they had people like um who played in midfield in that team. Carlos Alberto. No, 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 no. Well, no your no. team, Cleberson and that. Yeah, yeah. They, they're people that were they were they weren't like big name brands. They were people that were there for a reason to support the the, the star in act. They played four triple two and they got whipped by I mean Roberto Fullbacks, Carlos as yeah, a winger, engines, and yeah. as a winger, and they was they, and they, they played just... two sixes, two eights, two strikers, and two centre outs. It was it was rigid in the middle and he used. Cafu wasn't a fullback, was he? 
Let's be honest, like Roberto right, Carlos right is a but, but they play, what they've done is they played to their strengths. Mm. If them two fullbacks were in England, they'd have been in a basic 4-4-2, oh. not allowed to Dude, go over the halfway line. I'm going to see what the team was. because Hey, listen, um, I'm going to wrap it up, but really Roque quickly. Roque Jr., centre-half, with Lucio. Mm. Really Lucio. quickly, random, but Ajax troubles. They ain't, they're eight no, games in a row Roque without Jr. winning. and Juan, I think. So, so, well, Juan was part of that, but yeah. Lucio as well, though. I don't think Lucio, did Lucio start that game? What, in, Cafu, um, Carlos, Ronaldinho, Ronaldo. It was Rocky Cruz. Edison da Silva Ferreira. Oh. Um, Jose Edmil Edmilson. Uh, Rivaldo, Rocky Jr., Cleberson, Lucio, Gilberto yeah, Silva. Sorry, Gilberto yeah. Silva, Cleberson. Mad. Go on. Man, it don't really matter anymore. Just but uh, <laughs> Ajax, eight games in a row without a win. 17th in the league, lowest ranking in the club's history. Joel, I thought it was easy to win with Ajax. What's 22 happened? points behind PSV. Ten More goals defense. conceded than scored. Ten what's, what's he said, I saw something that uh, Raphael van der Vaart said. He said they're going to have to start focusing on avoiding relegation now. That's what oh. he said. He said, like, hey, like, real, get that guy. Yeah, we he's to to funny, funny, though. Like, he just, he just, says says it how it is. Is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's another prince, boy. Mm. He's just hilarious. But yeah, guys, thank you very much for watching Vibe with Five. Like I said earlier on, uh, we're releasing Michael Owen, This or That with Harry Pinero. Uh, tell me you weren't impressed with that whole... Um... He's honest, you know? Yeah. Says it how he feels. And he's yeah. got a lot of um, good stories, which obviously if you haven't watched it already, go watch Beyond the Night. Very, yeah. very good episode. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, besides that, guys, anything else you want to add? I want to say... Just, oh, go on. Go on. Oh, uh, just before, just before yeah. you say... Has your, your, your show been named with... Um... Ed's gone now, yeah. Oh. Ed's gone. Steve and Ash. Steve and Ash. They're yeah. doing mad stuff in the world. These guys are loons, mate. Don't, yeah, yeah. don't tune in for football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> loons. I just want to say, Man United are six points off the top, love. Yeah, we're already, we're already. Yeah, we're start. Right we're start to our season. You know, you know, you got City on uh, on the weekend, right? On I'll Sunday. be here. I'll be in Rome. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be here. Like you that. do know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, thank you very much for watching. It actually looks like a meme. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's us on Viber 5. See you next week. Peace. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum.